These are the stories we hoped would not happen. You don't know if you're going to be fighting for your life or the next day it's going to be gone away. Eastman employees, their family and friends contracting the COVID-19 virus. It was a pretty rough uh, time for us because he, he, he was really, really close to me. And a plea from Eastman's chief medical officer to help slow the spread. We tried our best to protect you. We need all of us to be together as one. This is the Voices of Eastman podcast, the COVID-19 stories. You, you don't know how bad it's going to get. I mean, one day you feel good, the next day you don't. That's Steve Phillips, a team manager at Eastman's manufacturing site in Kingsport, Tennessee. When he developed a slight cough in August, he wasn't immediately worried. Uh, I'm prone to get bronchitis and stuff. The cough worsened. Fever and fatigue followed. He feared his symptoms would turn into pneumonia. I wasn't thinking about COVID then. I wasn't thinking about it until he actually said, hey, we're going to give you that test. Steve tested positive for the virus. He is one of more than 300 Eastman team members to contract COVID-19 since March. For 16 days, Steve dealt with the symptoms of COVID-19. He was quarantined at home, subsisting on a diet of chicken noodle soup and popsicles while enduring the cough and body aches. You don't know if you're going to be fighting for your life or the next day it's going to be gone away. Steve's wife also tested positive for COVID-19. She felt uh, kindly puny there for a few days. As soon as Steve's cough first surfaced, he stepped up his mask wearing and social distancing at work. With me having that cough and stuff, I put my mask on. I, I did kind of shy away from most people during that, that week prior to me testing positive. Once doctors confirmed his diagnosis, Steve reflected on the impact he may have had on his team. Being a team manager, I have to be around folks and help, you know, uh, help in their daily work and things. And I just started trying to think, okay, it was a, who, who I was around, were we wearing masks, what, what was going on there. So, uh, you know, that, that was a, that was a concern of mine. It's like, I don't, I definitely don't want to give this to anybody else. Steve acknowledges his is a cautionary tale. Since he returned to work in September, he is more diligent about wearing a mask, even keeping it on when he is in his office alone with the door shut. Well, you know, uh, been through what I've been through. It, uh, I, I'll, I'd, I'll err on the side of safety every time. While Steve is able to work, he still feels the lingering effects of his infection. I still have a, a cough from it there that I cannot get rid of. My lungs don't seem like they've, uh, they're as strong as they used to be. A lot of people just aren't really taking it seriously, I guess. That's Brett Tucker. He's a quality management facilitator in Kingsport. He tested positive for COVID-19 after attending a prayer service at his church. His pastor had just been discharged from the hospital for issues unrelated to COVID. And he had been tested for COVID and everything was negative. Um, but he came to prayer service wanting to uh, have everyone pray with him and pray for his health and that sort of thing. So he did and, and knowing that he didn't have COVID, I guess we kind of had our, our guards down a little bit. Days later, the pastor was back in the emergency room and this time tested positive for the virus. Brett and his wife, a survivor of breast cancer, immediately quarantined themselves. Or Monday the, the following week, my wife started getting symptoms, started getting a little bit of fever. Uh, she lost her taste and smell and all that sort of stuff. Brett's symptoms were less severe. <clears throat> the only symptom that I ever did have was like just this weird tickle in my throat you know, once or twice a day and it just made me kind of have to clear my throat kind of a <clears throat> sort of thing. That, that's all I ever got from it. His pastor was not so fortunate. The virus took a toll on his lungs and heart. He wound up passing away. So it was a pretty rough uh, time for 
us because he, he, he was really, really close to me. He was, he was very in instrumental in, in our lives. So that's why it's so weird. You know, it's three, three different people and three totally different bouts of symptoms. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty wild. Brett and his wife recovered. He now shares his experience with his colleagues to help keep them safe. You know, I, I, I tell them how, it, how it's impacted me and I, I, I try my best to take, you know, precautions that I can. I just hear so many stories of, well, masks don't work, you know, all this can get through. And I think they're looking at it from the standpoint that, that the mask is actually protecting them. They're not seeing it as the other way around where your mask is protecting someone else. We cannot continue this way. Dr. Ibrahim Heba has been Eastman's chief medical officer for more than a dozen years. He's advised company leaders on how to respond to the pandemic. We are getting into the most critical time of this pandemic. Dr. Heba worries about what the next few months could bring if infection rates continue on their current pace. I'm truly worried about the winter. For a person that always tries to see the positive, uh, to be worried about it, that's a change for me. I am worried about hospital bed availability. I'm worried about people that would be turned away from the hospital because hospital beds at certain time would be filled. Heba leads a staff of 30 nurses and medical professionals who provide treatment and counseling to Eastman employees for all kinds of health issues. We are overwhelmed and it is not just I'm saying that, it's the numbers. We are working hard because we're helping our co-workers, our employees, our brothers and sisters. However, we have asked, we try our best to protect you and we're asking that you work hard to protect us. The best prevention, social distancing, wearing a mask and keeping it on whenever you're around people outside your household, no exceptions. Everyone has his own comfort zone. However, the next two, three months is extremely important. Extremely important. People need uh, to be on the look for what everyone can do to decrease the transmission. I'm very optimistic by nature. I'm very optimistic. I believe we will get through this. Uh, however, again, I keep repeating. We have, everyone has to take his own responsibility by protecting yourself and your family, because this way you're protecting the other family and your company. This is, we are doing it for ourselves, for the community, for our Eastman company. We need all of us to be together as one. Really, it's more than ever. I haven't seen a situation um, in my 35 years in the United States that people has to come together as much as this one. The Voices of Eastman podcast is a production of the Eastman Corporate Communications team. To listen to more episodes, visit eastman.com voices.